there's no secrets here <laughs> in a good way. Yes. <laughs> well, let's get into it then. It's our first Aries Moon guest. Welcome back, everyone. It's Aries Moon Part 2. And we have Sierra and Mimi interviewing our first guest, Amanda. Welcome, Amanda. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here and talk about my Aries moon. Talk about me. So excited. (laughs) (laughs) I do feel grateful for my Aries moon placement looking at my natal chart because it's kind of like, oh, okay. I can see why I chose that. Mm. That warrior energy as I like to view it. Love it. I love it. And a really cool thing about this, like with Amanda here and having Mimi interviewing, uh, we might as well just get into, since we both know Amanda's top three, we might as well get into it. Wait, Mimi, do you know all of Amanda's? No, but I was going to let you do it anyway, because I want to know. <laughs> <laughs> do we want to leave you? Son. Do we want to leave no, you to guess no, her rising? Just tell me. Just tell me. Oh, you should guess. You should guess. Wait, I don't know. Do you know me well enough? To know that? I'm not mentally well enough oh. to like put the expectation on me to do oh. perfectly. So why don't you just tell me? <laughs> okay. Um, cancer rising. Oh, okay. right. Delightful. Cancer rising Aries moon. No Ooh. Tasmanian devil here. Nope, not at all. <laughs> <laughs> and you're a Taurus sun. Taurus sun. Thank the Lord. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So the really cool, the really cool thing there is that Mimi is an Aries with a Taurus moon and Amanda is a Taurus with an Aries moon. So we just have this, like all, all of us with this earthy fire energy, but the two of you with your opposite suns and moons. And it's, I'm just very excited to see how this goes. And, uh, and that's such a good sign of like even compatibility when your sun sign is the same as somebody else's moon sign. Like Mitch is a Taurus sun and I'm a Taurus moon. So we get along really well because we, we can shine the light on somebody's core self, you know? And one of my closest childhood friends is also a Taurus sun, Aries moon. And it's like, we will always be able to see who who the other one is, right? I mean, Sarah, we were literally just talking about your childhood friend and how like, you know, your childhood friend from who they just were before they like put any pressure or expectation on them. They were just being their like truest expression of self. Um, So it's interesting that like I gravitated towards your placements um, like as a kid. So I'm just excited to see how how we resonate or like how we relate to each other in those ways. Now I feel like I have expectations. (laughs) Oh, <laughs> I'll do my best. We already know and love you. The only, the only requirement here is that you're an Aries moon and you already accomplished yeah. that goal. You hundred percent pass. So you're good. Onward. <laughs> yeah. You. So Amanda and I know each other from tarot class, which if you listen to Pisces moon part two, um, Sheila, who was our Pisces moon guest is, uh, was the astrology teacher that Mimi and I met in class and Amanda and I met in tarot class with her. So mm-hmm. that's how we know each other. And then we've all got connected through the interwebs, but, um, <laughs> <laughs> but why don't you tell us a little bit more about you, where you're from, where you are now, or anything important we should know. Okay, sure. So I'm Amanda Hartledge and I am currently living and am from North Adams, Massachusetts, which is in the, the corner of Western Mass. So um, North Adams is so sweet. Berkshires. Yeah. Have you been? Yeah. I think we went there for like a couple concerts. I've always enjoyed it there. Oh yeah. At Mass Mocha. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yes. There's a, a world-class, world-famous contemporary art museum in North Adams yeah. that was... Um, 
slated to be the the big revival of our small industrial wasteland and is a great tourist attraction. So, Mm -hmm. and as an artist myself, which you should all know, I I enjoy frequenting Mass Mocha quite a lot. So, yeah, it is. And you're not just, you're not just an artist. You're an art teacher as well, right? I, yes, I'm an elementary Mm. school art teacher. Oh, how beautiful. I love that. I was wondering because your zoom says Miss Hartledge and I was like, oh, how professional. (laughs) (laughs) That are, those would be my old pandemic settings that Mm. I come in and have to have to change but since it's just you two and me uh, you yeah you can be miss hartledge yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> all of our listeners you must address her as miss hartledge <laughs> that's right <laughs> i command that respect with my aries moon aries moon yep <laughs> <laughs> so what are that. your thoughts and feelings on astrology well, I just started taking um, Sheila's astrology courses and okay. I, I'm really interested in it because it feels like a great map towards healing. And I'm mostly, so I'm coming up on my 40th birthday, which is kind of weird to say out loud, but um, I'm interested in how my, my natal chart has progressed, which we're, we're nowhere near that yet in, in my level classes. But I'm also interested in, yeah, looking at my chart through the healing lens. Like, how have I been working with any challenging aspects and what more can I do? Yeah, that's that's so interesting, too, because, you know, well, obviously we can say that astrology is part of your life. You have knowledge on it then. And, you know, that's something that you look at, but it's more than just um something, I don't know, of course it's something fascinating, but you're using it so much more as like a really, as a tool of healing, which I know that's what Mimi is all about. And I just Mm -hmm. was even starting to think of, I never really considered, you know, any work that I'm doing as healing work, but I feel like astrology can absolutely be put into this healing category because it's such a method of getting to know yourself better and, and healing and Absolutely. I think astrology is such a tool of self-discovery, self-exploration, and that is healing because I think for so many, we've been told like, you know, don't look inwards or always just like keep doing, doing, doing that masculine energy of being really productive all the time. And what you do and what you create is important rather than like who you are. And -hmm. astrology lets us sit back and say, well, who am I? And how can I relate to these placements? And that is healing in itself, you know? So it, it, doesn't have to be about like what challenges am I facing it could just be like who am I and how can I be comfortable with that and how can I be comfortable with my motivations and stuff like that we should mention Amanda that you are a healer yes I do work with the tarot and I my healing comes with working with clients through the artistic lens so Mm -hmm. what I like to do is use the tarot as sort of a portal to get a view into someone's energetic field and what comes up through that process are shapes and colors and textures, like actual yeah. feelings. And I translate that into small three-inch embroideried, embroideried, embroider, embroidery <laughs> portraits <laughs> of a person's sort of energetic field. Yeah. yeah. They are stunning. It is the coolest thing yeah. I've ever seen. We're going to have to have you share like at the end of this where everybody can find you and contact you about that because yeah. it just is the coolest thing where you are literally like tapping into somebody's energy and creating an image from it. And it is this healing 
healing, I don't know, uh, in interaction with someone kind of. Yeah. I, I like yeah. to use the word exchange because yeah. it, it totally is. Cause I'm, I'm, while I'm creating your portrait, I'm holding space for you. I'm like consciously thinking about you with each stitch I make. And it's like you opening up your energetic field to me for me to feel it and see it is then such a gift in return to re- like present it back to you mm-hmm. in my interpretation, you know? Yeah, absolutely. And also clients also get a little like a card with just, um, words that sort of come up through the creative process that may Mm. help on their journey and that I felt while creating. How cool that both of you with your Aries and Taurus sun and moon placements are healer, you know, are healers Mm. and that you, you have this creative energy about you too, which is just very cool. Yeah. I mean, there's something to be said about that Aries, like wanting almost like self-actualization and self-realization and then Taurus to be really aligned with your values, you know? So I think it's really beautiful that you express your healing like modality through art and that you are an art teacher for, you know, children, like how, who's more perfect for that? Somebody who sees the importance and the healing and artistry. Um, and also to be working in color, which is just like, that children can communicate through color, right? They know mm-hmm. how they feel with color. They know what color means to them. So you don't have to talk about, you know, the big words of repression or trauma, you know, you're just like, oh. you're feeling very yellow and, you know, just like <laughs> communicating through colors. It's, I just think is so, I wrote my dissertation on color. So I'm oh, that's so awesome. intriguing. It's so intriguing the, the meaning of colors and how they affect you emotionally. Mm-hmm. Anyway. <laughs> yes, yes. Well, with, with our Aries moon energy and vibes, we, we know that, you know, Aries is this fire sign it's cardinal. It's the first one. And this is all dealing with your emotions. So do you feel like you have a direct way of communicating your emotions? Um, yes, there's, there's no question about how I feel about anything ever. I just, I don't, I don't hold back. I think when I was younger, did but now as an adult um yeah straight shooter i'm going to tell you my thoughts my opinions and i feel as though that's a valuable thing and in my profession as a teacher i sit on a lot of leadership committees and i think i'm chosen <laughs> for those roles because of my my honesty you know? You're just reading ahead. Amanda. You're just reading ahead of these question. questions. It's too great. <laughs> <laughs> Our literal next I think question that's great. Was... I think, yeah, I do like to be in leadership positions, but I think, um, <laughs> <laughs> well, you answered that. Yeah. Unless it's a, I, they keep putting me in leadership roles and I hate so, it, but. That's interesting. I, I do like being in leadership positions, but sometimes I think I'm at this weird place in my sort of healing journey where I'm looking to take care of my health a lot more. And I'm wondering like how much, how much more can I give without, you know, like how do, how can I refill the, the cycle kind of thing Mm -hmm. of giving, but yes, like I said before, I have very strong opinions. Um, and people tend to agree with them, which mm-hmm. I always find interesting because sometimes I can feel insecure, but I'm still going to, it's almost like, and when you ask me 
a question. You're going to get my response and I can't control it. It's mm-hmm. just going to come out. I liked your last episode where you were talking about responding versus reacting. Yeah. But I feel like some messages I keep just like saying over and over again. <laughs> no, that was really, those were really good, good words. And I believe mm-hmm. as a child, I did a lot of reacting. Mm-hmm. I think my emotions came out first right away. And now as an adult, I've really learned to take that pause and respond. But the truth and how I feel and the perspective I have still comes out. It's going to come out no matter what. Yeah. And that's just a different way of, I think, I think that's something that obviously comes with maturity, you know, as we, Mm. as we just learn and grow, because you almost kind of learn ways like, oh, they're going to listen to me more if I say it in this certain way, which actually makes my opinion more effective, (laughs) you know, in that way, when you, when you (laughs) learn how to, uh, deliver it to, to people in a way instead of like just you know right pow yeah I was gonna say <laughs> slapping them with it like, here it is right <laughs> slapping <Yeah>. yes <laughs> but it sounds like you've always been very decisive about how you felt about something like that was never the issue Ooh. hmm yes that's true I had to think about it which is interesting because mm. you're like, you've always been decisive, but I will toss in my, <laughs> my progressed moon is in Libra. Oh, if wow. that, whatever that means right now, it's there. Um, Cause I'm not there yet at progressions, but yeah, no. It, and the feeling comes on quick. Like I know I like something or I know I don't like something the second I'm introduced. Like right. there's not, I don't have to take, I don't have to spend a lot of time taking in information. Mm. That you is, know? that is really interesting because that's very Aries of the, I like, I don't need time for this. And with the emotional part, like I have an emotional opinion on whatever this is right now. Very interesting. Yeah. Like you, ha- it's not even like a, yeah, it's not an informative opinion. It's like, my body is telling me this is how I feel and I'm yeah. going to respect that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and yes, we- it's a very visceral thing uh, going along with the, like that, you know, feeling of that kind of instant knowing uh, one of our questions is, do you feel restless with your emotions or how do you deal with, uh, anger when it comes up? Mm, That's a good question. Um, how do you deal? How do I deal with anger when it comes up? Well, welcome to therapy slash the stars made me do it. (laughs) (laughs) Well, as an Aries moon, I've had about 20 years of therapy, Mm. professional psychology therapy there in me, but (laughs) So how do I deal with anger a lot? I mean, I think I turn it inward really um, and become more like if like, let's see, let's have an example. Like if something doesn't go my way or if something doesn't work out as I had planned it, is that a good example? Sure. Yeah. I would direct that inward and be like, I'm a failure. It's because mm. I'm not good at this. Has so, to do with how you identify and like you yes. attach it to your identity the I am. Yes. And the I am statements in that case would not be positive. So, Mm. oh um, my God, my moon in the first house is just like, I got chills (laughs) when you said that it's like, that's exactly, that's exactly, (laughs) I feel that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think it's my Taurus moon that like, I, I can, I recognize those feelings of, oh, I am a failure. And I have to correct myself and say, no, I feel like a failure. I feel Mm, sad. 
You know, yes. I feel lonely. I am not lonely. I'm just feeling it right now. And that's that separation, like not identifying as those emotions. Right. And also for me, giving myself the permission to actually feel the emotions and say, yeah, I, I, I'm, I am worthy. I just, I'm feeling sad and it's okay. Mm-hmm. It's my sadness kind of distinguishing too. Cause I think a lot of times, sometimes I feel so emo- at least growing up and throughout my life, I felt emotions so intensely. Mm. Um, the times that I can be confused, I'm not sure if they're mine or if they're someone else's. Right. And I'm kind of only in a place now where I, I know strongly what is mine and what mm-hmm. is someone else's that took like a while. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. That sounds like your Taurus son, like that more life path things you're learning over time. Mm. And also just yeah. cancer rising of, you know, being this yeah. intuitive, emotional, you know, really <laughs> empathic person. Right. All right. Amanda made a dance move. Yeah. There, I did. I was like, <laughs> that was me. That was me swimming through the murky waters of emotions. Of cancer Ooh. rising. <laughs> so would you say that your parents or, you know, especially that nurturing parent instilled like a sense of dependence or independence in you? Um, my nurturing parent was, or is my mother. And I believe she did so, but not intentionally, you know, she didn't teach Mm -hmm. me independence. It was more like, um, if I was having a hard time or feeling negative emotions, I would go to her and she would present with frustrations Mm -hmm. because she wasn't sure you know, she was just angry that I was angry or angry that I was upset. Mm. And it was kind of it as a kid or as a a learner of emotions, it felt more like rejection in a way. Mm. So it was kind of like, Oh, okay, well, I'll have to deal with this on my own sort of thing. So that's interesting. We asked because the moon rules your mother. So it's sort of like the the Aries moon is going to represent, you know, a relationship to the mother or the mother herself or the nurturing parent, I should say, Hmm. but it's interesting that you wouldn't, that she unintentionally taught you anger when Mm -hmm. it came to emotional situations. Yeah, maybe. And maybe unintentionally kind of taught me how to self-soothe or find the path to comfort in um, self-destructive ways. Mm. Does that make sense? Like I had... I've had addiction issues that I've overcome and have been um, drug-free and alcohol-free for a long, long time, like 11 years. Let's see, it was like 20 December of 2010 was the last time. So, whoa, yeah, almost 12 years. Yeah. So that's, I think, what I mean about like turning the, the anger inward and then like kind of finding the hard path. I feel like for an Aries moon placement though, like that's a, that's warrior energy. You know, when you overcome that kind of stuff, that's like, you need that moon placement to keep on living. Yeah. To keep like, there's this drive that, you know, it's a warrior type drive, but especially, you know, Aries is ruled by Mars and, and there's just this, this energy of, we're going to do this no matter what. And like, if a warrior gets knocked down, they get back up no matter what, like they get mm-hmm. back up no matter what. And so with yep. anything emotional and, and anything that, you know, you have turned inward, you've, you know, it wasn't like 
even just the act of turning something inward is a response of getting back up in a way, you know? Mm-hmm. And, uh, and that's, that is just that, that Aries energy for sure. Yeah. yeah. I think what we had spoken about a fair amount in the part one was, uh, you know, if you internalize Mars energy and that's when it shows up as restlessness or impatience or anger. And so it's almost about having to find the proper outlet for your emotions where, you know, maybe some unhealthy outlets for that were, you know, alcohol and drugs and substance use. And so it's about finding the appropriate outlet that feels healthier for you. Um, what would you say those outlets are for you now? Art um, is one. With Yes, art's definitely, art, art's been with me always and forever. And well, mm. um, is this the, I saw the, the list of questions. Would this be like the, what's your vice question? Oh, no, I not was just, yet, but <laughs> I was just free cool. balling. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, like, so a way that, um, so I had eating issues too. I used to weigh almost 300 pounds and then kind of a switch flipped. And I was like, I can't, I don't feel comfortable. I need to, um, you know, get healthy. I was pre-diabetic. So I changed my eating and I lost a lot of weight through that process. I found powerlifting, which is weightlifting, like so weightlifting. Amanda, we're the same. (laughs) Let's train together. It's so much fun. So I will say a healthy outlet for me over these past like few years has been strength training. I really Mm. love strength training. It's like, I can only describe it as what people feel about yoga because when you're strength training, you have to be completely mindful of your form and your movements. Now, yes, I did hurt my lower back, but is it Aries moon energy to go big or go home? Yeah. Yeah, it is. No regrets there. Have I picked myself back up? Am I, you know, rehabbing that back, accepting that and back to strength training? Absolutely. Cause it's something I, I really love doing. So feeling strong physically, emotionally, mentally, and spiritually are things that I think help channel that anger in a good way. Also being of service to others. I get one of the things that pushes Mm -hmm. me in outrage is the like injustices and things that are unfair to our collective. Mm -hmm. And I think like working with kids and trying to help them see the beauty in themselves through their challenges, through their struggles. Yeah, that's such a big service, not just to the children, but to the like community, to the world, to the parents. So yeah, that stuff feels really, really kind of like one of those healing exchanges of myself, like, Mm. you know, don't give up on yourself sort of thing. You can, you can do hard things. The way you are made is beautiful. There's only one of us on the planet there's only one of you that's so spectacular you're a masterpiece in yourself you know i gotta know your chiron placement amanda it's taurus oh is it conjunct the sun i don't know that yet okay that just is uh, (laughs) just seeing like yeah with that chiron of how you bring you know your healing energy in which you put out into the world and it's clearly something that's also doing the inner work for you you know and that's Mm -hmm. how that's how chiron works and I love that. Mm, yeah. And yeah, just that healing of healing others and healing yourself. It just feels like it's a really prominent kind of like you hold space for that. Mm. Yeah. And cool. just a way, it's good to know a way in which you, you know, are using that too, like how you, that kind of came back around, like what are your outlets 
and it coming back around mm -hmm. to doing something for others too. So there's like, you know, we don't want to like just have this Aries moon is like this, you know, this like beast of a warrior. It's like, yes, but also like, you know, like the warrior has to, is not just a fighter, you know, like there's so much more that goes into it. Mm -hmm. And and also like they're doing it for a cause, you know, there's like a cause yeah. behind all of that. Love it. Yeah. Absolutely. One of, um, because your moon sign being that inner you and a lot of times something that, you know, your friends and your closest people get to see the most, we like to ask in like a few words, how would you say your closest friends uh, and people would describe you? Okay. So I, I caught a glimpse of that question and then I texted my, my very best friend mm -hmm. who I talk to every day. And I mean, the person who I would say is the closest to me, we've been friends for geez, like over 20 years. A lot of my close friends are people that I've been friends with since childhood. I don't think it's just because I've and college. I mean, people I've been friends with for a long time. Mm -hmm. Um, so I texted him and I was like, how would you describe me? I, I don't know what people think. And he just texted back love bug. <laughs> oh, like, that's so sweet. That's a cancer rising, not your right? Aries moon. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I could see, I could see people describing me though, as someone who's really passionate, someone who's driven and someone who will stand up and stand loyal to them, mm. um, through anything. Yeah like the best kind of like beyond just like a cheerleader for someone, but like a, um, like a cheerleader who's also the football player, you know, like someone who can uh, <laughs> cheer, but then back you up with it for real. Yes. And even, even if not just a cheerleader, but like, so friends who I know that people are going to do what they want to do and what their heart's calling is. And if I see a friend fail, they know that I'll always be there emotionally mm -hmm. to support them. Hmm. Yeah. You know, like, I'm not going to tell them what to do. This is again, the way growth. So, mm -hmm. cause I, I will offer unsolicited advice and it will yeah. always be right, but <laughs> <laughs> I can. <laughs> so Aries rules the ego. In case anyone <laughs> Quite grandiose. That's okay. I know who I am. I'm fine with it. <laughs> Yeah, you should be. <laughs> but I, I do think that um, people closest to me would say reliable, mm. um, supportive. Yeah. And definitely cheerleader. Like I will that's, cheer you on. Enthusiastic. Such a beautiful combination of your top three, too. Yeah. You know, like that supportive, like, you know, gives me the, that cancer energy, but reliable, that Taurus energy. And then someone who's just going to fight for them, you know, is that Aries energy. Like what a great, you know, mixing together Blend, of those top yeah. three. Yeah. Can I share a quick story about uh, something that happened this week with a fourth grader and the cafeteria yeah. ladies? Uh, love okay. So <laughs> <laughs> yesterday I'm walking, I, do, I take the kindergartners out to the bus. So I'm walking them down and a fourth graders parent says to me, thank you so much for what you did for um, my child the other day at lunch. He, he never gets to eat. And, you know, and I didn't, I had no idea. I was like, Oh yeah, no problem. So then I get them on the bus and I'm like, Oh, this student wanted to exchange his cereal for something for like a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. And he's like, Miss Hartledge, I want to 
exchange this for a peanut butter and jelly sandwich, but they won't let me. And I'm like, oh yes, they will. And we walked <laughs> right up to the cafeteria lunch ladies. And I'm like, he wants to trade this. And they're like, nope, we can't do exchanges. And I'm like, well, we're taking another try. And <laughs> I gave him the other try. And Aww. like, that was it, but it was so natural. It was, that yeah. feels a little bit like Aries moon. Like, oh yes, yeah, like I'm going to advocate. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. my God. I yeah, lo- it's I almost like that, that cancer. <laughs> You, it's because I think that Aries can have a tendency to be quite selfish and not care about what other people need, but because that cancer comes in with compassion and care that you say, well, what would I feel, you know, still relating it to yourself of how would I feel if I was rejected and I didn't get to trade in my cereal, you know? And so you, it sounds like you put yourself in, you know, other people's shoes and then you bring out that inner warrior for that to make it right. That's a big yeah. thing. Like, let's know we're going to do this right. We're doing oh. it now. <laughs> the urgency, because there's urgency involved. You know, there is with Aries. <laughs> yeah. I know. I was going to ask if where, where your chaos is, or have you like harnessed that chaos? Ooh. Can you clarify? What is, what do you mean by that? Like, what does the chaos oh, mean? It's just chaotic of me to ask that. And I'm not have an attracted to it though. <laughs> I like it. Whatever it is, I want to know more. I mean, <laughs> I just feel, you know, I feel like you've got some sort of inner, just like order. Order isn't always there, right? There's just some sense of chaos, of uh, impulsivity, of excitement. And maybe that just shows up as your enthusiasm. Mm -hmm. But I was just wondering where, you know, is your house really messy? Are you, are you a chaotic eater? Like, where's your chaos? Just gonna, I'm just gonna give you um, my, I think, and I think it's a little bit of rebellion too Uh to keep my house so messy. I was raised in a very, very clean, very minimalistic, like tidy place. So yes, my chaos comes in saying yes too much to leadership roles and being Mm. like, yeah, oh yeah, let's do it. I'm going to write this whole (laughs) curriculum thing. It's going to be great. And also I'm going to just put this down and walk away from it and not worry about it until it causes (laughs) me rage. And then once it causes me rage, (laughs) I'm going to pick it up. (laughs) That's me. Mitch every day, man. He, he, uh, he puts his keys in the same exact place every day. And he's like, why don't you do this? And I'm like, cause I don't want to. <laughs> That's right. But I can't find my keys. <laughs> I know yeah, Guillaume is the me. You guys in are like, here. oh my God, I'm on the other end of this where I'm like, just put your goddamn keys in the same spot. So you can but find when them. I cannot find my keys, rage overcomes me. Like there's just no solution i'm like mitch it's your fault where are my keys where do you feel your rage in your body where do you feel it i think i feel it in my upper chest and throat Mm, mine is in my forearms Mm. which is interesting because arms are like action yeah so when i i feel it i kind of give myself a little hug like okay where's your mars It's uh, like what house is it in or what sign? Mm, what sign? Libra. Oh, okay. Great, oh. right? Yeah. <laughs> also in the fourth house, you know, I had it easy growing up. <laughs> That's such a such an interesting point, though, is that you have your Mars and Libra, which would make it opposite your moon. So you have yeah. this, you know, um, for those listening, because Libra and Aries are opposite signs. So you have mm-hmm. this, you know, and and Aries rule is ruled by Mars 
And then you have Mars in this, you know, this sign that doesn't like conflict. So there's just like another, you know, or not even doesn't like, but tries to find every other solution. So in a way, it's still a leader. Yeah, it's still a leader. But in a way you have this like on one side, okay, these opposing things that are pulling at each other, but in another way, like when they are balanced, what a great combination of someone who just wants to get it done, but wants to get it done fair and who Mm -hmm. wants to get it done, you know, like fast, but with the least casualties, you know? Yeah. Right. I do feel like maybe in another lifetime or a good career option. Well, actually as a teacher, there's a lot of management of fairness but I feel like a a politician of some sort I could be really good at Mm. doing like a diplomat yes Mm. yes certainly (laughs) I love that well I guess the last thing we really have written down but who knows what this chaotic episode could bring is uh if you could tell us something that not a lot of people know about you oh god um I am so insecure to the point where I feel like I'd have to look up like Google, like what's a good answer to what's something not a lot of people know about you. My overthinking, but this could just be mercury. Um, overthink things a lot. Mm. Okay. Yes. I don't know. That's a great answer. Amanda, did you? (laughs) Hey, thank you. (laughs) Wow. That's just the feedback I needed. So yeah, Sorry, no. we just met you with silence. I was <laughs> like, damn, she overthought that answer. And here we are. No, <laughs> no I think that I can like, I, and I think this would be Aries moon. You know, I can put on a tough show. Like I'm a badass mm-hmm. and I've got everything together, but deep down, I'm not really sure if I do mm-hmm. or not kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. Just even that overthinking, you know, response, like you said, where, from from an outside we do get this energy of like amanda's got it and there's there's such a huge part of you that does Mm. but i feel like that is also that you know that warrior spirit of don't show weakness and and maybe that kind of like overthinking because what would be the what would be the thing that i you know almost have to guard and Mm -hmm. and that that overthinking or you know wanting to make sure you have the right the right answer to something too yeah can show up like yeah. i feel like with aries energy and shout out to lacy because ever since she kind of read human design for me i like this not self theme like yes. that phrase has really stuck with me of like who you are when you're not most aligned with yourself or when you're not most connected and i feel like the not self theme for aries is feeling insecure and feeling like you don't have anything and like you're faking it you know yeah i think So it's interesting in those moments when you are feeling that way, like, okay, how can I reconnect with myself? And especially as a Taurus, like, how can I really feel and like send, like in my senses, feel connected to myself? Mm. Yes. Yes. And I'm thinking about, I'm thinking about tarot because we did this poll of like, when are you at your best? And mine is the fool Mm -hmm. card which is that card of new journeys and enthusiasm. And that I feel connects to my, my Aries moon in this way of, okay, take a minute, regroup. What's next on the, on the adventure, right? Put myself back into that fresh lens of like naivety and openness. I love that. I love that. Love the full energy. I love it. (laughs) (laughs) Amanda, her well, me too. Caught in the middle. 
<laughs> I'll sit on the fulcrum. Sheila had said that to someone about the, the justice scales, the balance of the scales. Mm. I'm just going to sit right on that fulcrum and watch everybody. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. This has been really amazing. It's it been really nice been amazing. to kind of get to know you a little better. Wait, I want to answer your question about what my vices are because I really oh, didn't think yeah. about that. Yeah. Sure. So what are your vices and bad habits? I can tell you um, my bad habits are being a little bit of a scoff law. Like if I have to pay for parking, I'm not going to pay for it. I'm going to take the risk and just park illegally. You're admitting that on a public <laughs> forum? Are uh-huh. you prepared for the police to come to your house? <laughs> yeah. And and guess what? City of North Adams landfill station. I don't have a sticker. I just drive in <laughs> and throw my trash in and, and drive out and say, ha ha. Miss Hartledge. Can't catch me. <laughs> Wait, this is fantastic. You know, that little that goes so against Sierra's Capricorn moon. (laughs) So against Sierra's Capricorn moon. My uncle's a Capricorn moon. And when I went to go visit him in early March, it was like he was just following all the rules when nobody was watching. And I'm not that I'm not that way either. I literally am following all the rules when nobody is watching. (laughs) And I feel like I feel like there's like this. um, My my motto is we follow the rules unless they are stupid. And Amanda's is Mm -hmm. like rules are stupid. (laughs) (laughs) I follow my rules. (laughs) That's a great bad habit. Right. (laughs) I had to share. Thank oh, I'm you. so Thank glad you, you did. There's something, Welcome. there's something so Aries Taurus about that where it's like that's where your chaos is. Yeah. <laughs> that's where my chaos is. Being messy and scofflawing. <laughs> oh my god. New vocabulary word I, I learned today. Yes, love oh it. Oh my god. The the Taurus like being like, I'm not gonna pay money for stupid things. And the Aries <laughs> being like, try and catch me. Just try. Yes. And catch me. <laughs> Give me some gremlin energy then. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Oh my God. This has been so great. I'm very grateful that we got to have you as an Aries moon guest. This has been so fun. It has been so much fun. Thank you. I made a playlist that I sent it to you guys on Spotify. I made a musical playlist of songs that speak Aries moon to me. Would you be okay if we shared that? Like, please do. <laughs> it's all, I'll tell you though, you know, I'm, I'm old. So it's, it, they'd all be classic songs. Classic um, songs are classics. Okay. For a reason. <laughs> yes. Yeah, you're good. Um, oh, we should so also exciting. ask you to share how people can find your art and how they can find your services. Yes. Oh, thank you. Yes. People can find my art and services on Instagram at A-J-H double underscore a-R-T. And I am very interested. I believe, I so believe that it would work as the same as in person. I'd really love to try the energetic portrait work over a Zoom call. So yes, if you're, if you see my work and you love it and it resonates, please contact me. Um, just message me on the Instagram and I'd be so happy to work with you. Check it out too. Like everybody check it out. It's just such a cool concept and something that I've never seen before. And even if for whatever reason, you know, that's not your vibe, you got to pass on to somebody who it is their vibe because it just needs to be spread Mm -hmm. because it's just the coolest thing. It's so neat. It's cool. It's so unique. Thank you. Thanks so much for being our Aries Moon guest. Oh, you are welcome. Thank you for having me. It was so much fun. 
we have our second Aries Moon guest here. We have Marie. How are you? I'm good. <laughs> Hi, everyone. <laughs> oh, and, and it's Sierra and Martha here interviewing Marie. So we're all French side of the ocean. And um, and yeah, Marie's one of our like Frenchy friends. And it's really exciting to have you here. Well, yeah. thanks for having me. So we both know your top three. <laughs> so I figured that <laughs> instead of like no guessing uh, going on, we just, why don't you tell us uh, your top three? Yes. So I'm Aquarius sun, Scorpio rising, and obviously Aries moon. Yeah. Which like this coming weekend, you're going to get to finally meet Guillaume and you are both Aquarius with Scorpio rising. And I'm yeah. so excited to see how that's going to go. <laughs> It's going to be great. Martha, I feel like you're thinking a lot right now. <laughs> I know. I was. I was like, do I think they're similar or not? And then I was like, I don't know. Because I feel like I haven't seen Guillaume enough in like different circumstances mm. to say if you guys are the same. Right I know my, my like thinking brain was on there. Yeah. I'm excited for you guys together too to see how that is. Yeah, that'll be great. But let's start off with um, telling us a little bit about you and where you're from, where you are now, or anything important we should know. Okay. So my name is Marie, like uh, many French women. Uh, and I'm French. <laughs> uh, I'm from Paris. I'm a true Parisian. Um, and I still live there. What can I say about myself? Um, I love um, reading and writing though I don't write a lot these days just because uh, work and I guess life. Uh, and I really love traveling. So I've lived in different countries and I hope that in a few years I get to do the same again and uh, live in another country again. So why don't you tell us what, like, <laughs> what do you do for work and then where else would you want to live? Okay. Uh, so I work uh, as a business analyst. So basically, I um, analyze a lot of data and I crunch a lot of data. And then I use this data to help other teams perform better, especially business development teams. Uh, so it's a lot of KPIs, monitoring activities and stuff like that. But it's pretty fun because uh, it's not just the analysis part it's also like a, a project management and having to understand everyone's job and helping them perform better so it's 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 a lot of uh, human interaction let's say it's not I'm not mm. just like behind my my computer so that's what I do and where do I want to live oh man there's so many places I wish I could live uh, but uh, the most like um probable choice let's say like the 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 one thing that might happen is moving back to the US just because it's the it's one of the common interests I have with my boyfriend because uh, if it were just me like I would I don't know I would go to uh, random places but I don't think he would so if I'm being realistic it would probably be the US or Canada if yeah it would be either of those two but, and for anyone yeah. who is listening, who um, 
if you listen to our Aquarius moon interviews, Esteban yeah. is Marie's boyfriend. So I'm just thinking you both were like talking so much about traveling yeah. and that's a great thing to have in common with your partner yeah. for sure. That's exactly yeah. what I was going to say. I was thinking back <laughs> to his interview where he was like, yeah, yeah, I've lived in all these places. And I'm like, yeah, <laughs> we both want to do that. That makes so much sense. Okay. Yep. So what are your thoughts on astrology? Uh, I'm a believer. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm, a believer. Um, I'm a believer. Yeah. Um, well, I've always, um, I've always been interested in like, uh, self-awareness and kind of like reflecting on, um, I don't know, like, yeah, self-awareness in general. And I think, uh, astrology is one of the ways that you can use, like one of the tools that are kind of available, uh, to people in order to like understand them themselves better and people like, uh, I, I know it's uh, it's something that uh, we do either with you guys or even like uh, the other Marie, Marie, Marie Tabata, uh, like trying to guess people's signs or asking them uh, their, their, you know, date of birth in order to put, put up their charts. But I think it's, it's very interesting to, um, it's like, it's like a guide into like understanding people and understanding yourself. Yeah. And I remember like, I think the one, the first episode that I listened to uh, of this podcast, so start let me do it, was the Aquarius, Aquarius episode, like Aquarius Sun. It was last year and it made so much sense for me to listen to this episode um, and realizing like some stuff about myself. And I remember I, I told my boyfriend, oh, you should listen to it because it's like, you will maybe understand me better or like, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I love that. So, I love that. Yeah, that's so that's so true. Like where it's just understand me better. And when I feel like when I've seen like, you know, a really great Sagittarius like video that somebody posted or a Capricorn moon video that somebody posted, I'm just like, Guillaume, can you just listen to this? Because this this is what explains me, you know, like if I don't articulate it well, this did. And uh, I totally get that. But um, but yeah, just like a way to kind of understand yourself, but then also help understand other people. That's great. Yeah. Yes, that's yeah, I love all of that. Um, so we'll get right into the Aries moon questions. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you feel like you have a direct way of communicating your emotions? Uh, it depends, I would say. Um, though I think I've changed a bit because um, I've grown when it comes to like not only like feeling the emotion, but also like telling people how I felt and like being okay with like saying, okay, this is not okay for me or I'm mad or like, you know, kind of uh, accepting the emotions and sharing it. So I think I used to be very like keeping a lot inside and not like being able to like just express it and being okay with saying uh, this is not okay with me, I'm mad or whatever. And the fact that I realized that, I think I'm more able to say what I think or, yeah, communicate it. So I, I think in general, I have very strong emotions. Like I have very like, um, for example, even when I'm passionate about something, you know, it's like a real passion. It's not like just, oh, I like it. It's like deep. So mm. I think I feel things like very deeply. And so, for example, when I'm angry, 
like I would like my my throat would be very tight like I, I would feel something like physically uh, oh, because the emotions are so strong that um you know when I'm mad I can almost like cry or something like I'm so mad like you know it's like so yeah sorry I don't know if that answered the question but uh I would say that I do try to um, to express uh, the emotions that I have and also I feel like I'm I'm an open book so if I'm mad people would know or if I'm happy people would know like I can't hide the emotion and what I think basically it's funny because I never really thought about the Aries moon as being like that passionate in their emotions but that's exactly what Aries moon would be and I never thought about that Mm. passion and sadness passion and happiness passion and passion passion and anger like just being fully in it yeah Yeah. and the physical part of it is super interesting because Mm. our first Aries moon guest Amanda said something like where do you feel like the the anger or whatever in your body. And, and she said like, she, I think it was anger that we were talking about, but she like said, she feels it in her like forearm area. Like when she like gets, mm-hmm. you know, feels something. And I was like, wow, I never thought about where I feel, where I feel the thing. But then both of you, like, that's just such a, you know, because Aries is such a, I feel like it's such a physical self type it's an of embodied. Yeah. Like very, yeah. Just this presence and this like fiery passion and you are feeling it and you're feeling it like lit on fire. (laughs) So that's, uh, that makes a lot of sense. That's super interesting. And I think, I think it's also interesting because for example, with my Aries son daughter, I know it's very important for her to physically exert herself so that she, she feels better at the end of the day. So it's interesting because if you're feeling emotions, I think it's important for you to be physically exerting yourself. Like in somatic therapy, I'm sure that would be so helpful for you. And anyway, any Aries moon, I feel like moving their physical body can help release their emotions. Everyone, but more so the Aries moon. Interesting. Yeah. And then kind of going on that same, you know, Aries, like passion, go for it energy, like the, you know, it's the first sign of the Zodiac. It's a cardinal sign. We like see such this like leader energy. Do you like when you are in leadership roles or do you find yourself often in leadership roles? Uh, yes. <laughs> I mean, like even when I was a kid, like I remember, like I had so many different projects, like for some reason when I was like, I don't know, seven or eight, I decided that I wanted to um, have a um, sort of play at, at school. And I decided that one of my friends was going to write the, the play. I was going to play in it and stuff like that. So I feel like that, like, even when I was a kid, like I, I had such like, I don't know if it's leadership or anything, but just like I had like ideas and I was like, okay, I'm going to organize it. I'm going to ask people to I'm going to delegate sort of, uh, even though obviously I didn't think of, of it as delegate delegation. Cause I was like young, but, uh, yeah, I, I think I was, I'm, I think a lot of my friends, like maybe not when I meet people, they would not see this. Um, but what, like when I'm with my friends, they would definitely like define me as someone that takes a lot of, maybe not a lot of room, but you know, I'm like always trying to like initiate stuff. Like even for like, I don't know, planning holidays with friends, I would be the one like texting people like, okay, let's do something. And I think yeah. it's pretty much the same with uh, my boyfriend as well. 
you were the one who texted our group chat being like, hey, guys, we've got a lot going on. When's a day and, you know, two months time that we yeah. can all uh, we can all get together for dinner. Yeah. And that was like, you know, kind of like taking those initiative of, um, yeah, like it doesn't necessarily have to be a leadership position like at work, but a leadership position in a group of friends in like the planning. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that kind of stuff, too. Okay. Okay. Do you feel restless with your emotions? How do you deal with anger when you have that kind of emotion coming up? I guess you kind of touched on this a little bit, but I guess we'll dive more deep into it. Um, what can I say about anger? Um, I think something that I can add is, um, I think especially because I know that I have strong feelings about like what, that, that I feel deeply. Sometimes I try to, like, for example, if someone says something that angers me, I will try to act neutral or like kind of suppress the whole emotion Mm. itself. I would be like, okay, take the time to think, like be reasonable or whatever, like, you know, trying to pause for a little bit because I know otherwise it can be like, it can kind of like, I can burst like, uh, I don't know, sort of. So I I, I have this uh, mechanism of like, trying to act like as if I'm not mad trying to process the thing because I know otherwise it's going to be like uh way too strong or too like um extreme if I express my anger so but I haven't like I've never like I've almost (laughs) never uh yelled at someone for example like I'm not like I think it happened once in my life that I was so mad that I actually yelled at someone, but otherwise. um... Yeah. I feel like you're always like calm, cool and collected. Like, I feel like it would be hard to push you to an edge to get you to explode, but maybe that's your like Scorpio rising of like, well, I'm (laughs) going to hide this all. Yeah, maybe. I really feel like that rising sign thing. This was something that I thought of when we were doing our first interview that I like, I think I had this thought and then forgot to bring it back up later. But um, our first uh, um, Aries moon was a cancer rising. And a lot of the things that like she was saying how, when her Aries moon really comes out or, you know, when she is controlling, you know, controlling whatever the emotions are. I just was thinking of like, we really need to, go back to that rising sign because it just like dictates where everything is. And it also dictates uh-huh. the whole way that you view things. So you're a Scorpio rising and a Scorpio yeah. rising plus being an Aquarius, like you have this like fixed energy and Scorpio does not want anybody to see what's going yeah. on unless they choose that they showing, are going to show it. Yeah. Showing yeah. someone that you are touched by what they said is you losing your power in a Scorpio's mind. This is a Scorpio moon saying that. Um, <laughs> so I feel like that's like probably a lot of what you're dictated by. Like, no, I'm not going to show you how pissed off I am, but I'm feeling it. Don't, don't worry. <laughs> yeah. Where it's like that, that kind of is, you know, it, it has this other layer to everything. Like I know we obviously talk about sun and moon so much and we we go into rising, but I really think that the rising sign is something that we over have maybe overlooked these past moon episodes that I think could really be a way in which Mm. we then, you know, is like the kind of first layer to then looking at your moon because it's like, wait a minute, how do I even approach the world? Because the way I approach the world is going to show how I approach my emotions and reaction to the world. And Mm -hmm. so- 
having this kind of Scorpio, uh, you know, energy of this Aries moon is feeling so much, but I will not let them see me explode, but it doesn't mean that you don't feel it. And which I would think Mm -hmm. that, you know, maybe that's why, like, or maybe with your closest people, they see it more. Um, because they, you know, have gotten through the Scorpio layer and kind of get down to the other <laughs> stuff. But, um, but yeah, that's really like, so you, you would say that even if you feel everything super passionately, you don't often let it get the best of you, I guess. Yeah. I mean, that's interesting. Cause, uh, you guys know that I've always said that I don't understand my Scorpio rising. So I guess it's, oh, I it's see. good to see. <laughs> Yeah, I know, I know, but like, uh, I guess it's uh, makes sense. No. Yeah. I love your three placements because they're all very independent. So actually, this kind of goes into our next question. Like, did your nurturing parent or both of your parents like kind of push you into this independence that we see so clearly in your chart with an Aries moon and a freaking Aquarius sun? You're, you have everything that says like independence, leader, so like soul sorry I'm like speaking half French half English (laughs) (laughs) but yeah did your parents nurture you like that uh yeah 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 it's um I've always actually been um aware of this especially because I growing up I felt the difference between my situation and my friends like for example when I like very small things when I was a kid but like some of my friends, like their parents would like prepare, I don't know, their like backpack with everything for school or the way they would dress. And that never happened for me. Like I was like super autonomous. Like my parents would never, I mean, probably, probably when I was really young, but like, even when I was like at primary school, like my parents would never like tell me how to dress or like, um, do like, I don't know, help me with, obviously they would help me with the homework, but it would not like like I was independent enough or like they would make me like feel like I should be independent when it came to like taking care of myself and my stuff and like uh, not losing my stuff at school and stuff. So and like even when I was a teenager, I never had a curfew or anything. Wow. And I feel like um, they would trust me to like um, make my own decisions and like obviously like if some, something went wrong, probably they would have done something. But like I was very very responsible kid, so like I, I would come home at some point. Like I, not having a curfew didn't mean I would like hang out uh, really late. But uh, yeah, I think it's um, for sure. Like today, I'm a very independent person, even though like um, I have long term relationships with a lot of friends or my boyfriend. But still, like um, I like being alone sometimes. Um, yeah. I don't like being forced into stuff. Um, So, yeah, (laughs) that's that's really interesting what you said about the um, just like that independence from a young age and like not having a curfew and everything, because my moon's in my first house. And so I was wondering how I would connect to some of like the Aries moon, uh, you know. I guess just how some of those would like align. And I never had a curfew. I was always super independent. Mm -hmm. I absolutely like my parents trusted me to just 
like they knew that I could handle it. Like, and I, I, I don't know, I guess like we'd have to like look at your placements of, you know, where you're a risk taker or not, or, you know, cause I feel like I wasn't like, I wasn't doing it. I had the same like close group of friends. I was, I wasn't doing anything, you know, too wild. They were like, we don't need to instill a curfew. Sierra is responsible and is going to come home yeah. when she's finished hanging out and when she's tired and it's going to be okay. Um, and she's going to let us know that she's coming home type of thing. But I definitely feel that instilling independence in like, you know, you have to, yeah, it's like your responsibility. So I feel like even though it's not the same with like the Aries moon, but that moon in the first house with that, you know, like leader energy, I feel that I feel it. Yeah. Yeah. And I know that we, you mentioned a little bit, like how some of your friends would describe you, but we like to ask how your closest friends would describe you since that moon sign is, you know, when you're, when you're with your close people. So how would you, what are some other words you would say that your close friends would describe you like? I'm not 100% sure, but <laughs> I would say like somewhere like on top of like the one of the most uh, mostly used word would be maybe something like, I don't have the exact word, but maybe something bossy or something like I'm, <laughs> I'm I mean, I don't know, like if it would be that exact word or something else, but for sure, like some idea around this bossiness or something. Um and apart from that, I don't know, to be honest. I feel um, like I would, you come across to me as like someone who's really driven and hardworking and independent in the sense that like, if in our group chat, we're like, we're going to meet in this place. You're like, okay, sure. Like, you don't care. You're like, I'm going to, I'll take the Metro in a bus and drive my car. Like I'll go wherever I like, I can do it by myself. Yeah. That's how I see you come across. I also... I no, that. I, I, I agree with that, like that coming across that way. And I also think like there is that maybe I'm getting the Aquarius part of you, but like in our group chats, when we're deciding like in magical book club, when I'm proposing like what the books are, like you do not need to uh, choose the popular opinion. Like you are not influenced <laughs> by you're not influenced by others. Like you're, I feel like there's a, like something that you're very true to who Marie is. And it doesn't matter if that doesn't if other people are doing something else, you're like, well, this is what I want to do. So I'm going to do that. But I'm cool if we do the other thing, but I'm not going to, uh, I'm not going to just be like, yeah, that's fine. It's like, well, I would like to do this book. <laughs> so I like, I think that that's something too, where I don't know if that goes with like the driven or like not definitely, I wouldn't say like bossy, but like a um, kind of like a confiance en soi, you know, like you're, um, mm. you know, like you have like a confidence in yourself. I don't know how we how we say that <laughs> confidence in yourself yeah we'll just translate exactly <laughs> I guess it I guess it's also like the fact that um well especially with friends or people that I know I would be okay with saying like what I want or what I think so and a lot of people don't do it because maybe they don't care or they you know they're not they don't they don't care if it goes their own way but I like things to be a certain way and so I'm, I'm okay with sharing it and obviously I'm still flexible like I'm not going to impose stuff on other people but uh yeah for sure I'm okay with uh saying uh, what I want if it's not the same opinion as others yeah and not everybody can say that though like people no. are like really yeah. Martha Martha's Libra Mars over here is like I can't do <laughs> literally I'm like I'm so envious yeah <laughs> it's yeah it's true you do you will say what you want and I 
respect that so much. So I, I'm seeing all your placements here. I'm seeing it. We're putting it together. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right. So do you have any vices or bad habits? I was, um, it's a very tough one. Advice. Um, what can I say? I don't know if it's advice, but I'm just remembering um, one thing that we talked about, Sierra, recently. The um, like, and I think I mentioned that uh, a few minutes ago. The fact that I'm, I, uh, I don't like being um, made into doing stuff, or I don't know if that makes sense, but like. Uh, you do not Maybe like it, being told what to do. Yeah, yeah, okay. You can you can put it that way. Um, and so I have this. I don't know. If, to be honest, I have no idea if it's if this is could, this can be considered as advice, but it's more like um, if someone tells me what to do, then for some reason I will be like, uh, I don't know. I don't know if it's uncomfortable, but it's just like I don't like it. I, I um I. I I want to be like uh, making my own decisions. I don't want to, I don't know, people imposing stuff on me. So obviously that can be difficult for others. And so this leads me to another point, which is I'm a negotiator. Like, for example, I will negotiate (laughs) stuff when it comes to, I don't know, chores or stuff at home. Like uh, probably Esteban would say that this is uh, very annoying, but he's used to it now. Um, (laughs) So like, if you know people like if if I have to like it's it's like I guess a way of getting around the um the fact that people are, are asking stuff of me or like um I'm, I'm not talking about like um you know helping friends or stuff like that obviously that that's not uh, what I'm saying it's more like again chores at home like if Esteban tells me you have to I don't know like clean the bathroom I'll be okay but then and then I'm negotiating some something with him. Like, if I do this, then you do that. And it's like kind of, uh, yeah, something that I do. So I, I don't know if it's advice, but. Like a uh, habit I, of like negotiating with others in order like to make sure that if you're going to have to do something, they're going to have to do something too. Like, <laughs> yeah. And, and, and the reason why I'm saying that for the vice question is I don't think it's very like, I, I know it's not good to do this. Like, n- not that it's not good. It's just, like, I know that now, like, even, like, my boyfriend, he, I think he internalized this. And now he's, like, doing the same thing, kind of. Uh, and we're, like, I don't know. It, it, there's something, like, kind it of. It turned into uh, a competition. That's, like, such an Aries, almost, like, you know, like, well, if I do this, you do that. Well, I'm not going to do this if you don't do that. Like, this whole, uh, I don't know, competitive energy. Yeah, so I don't. I, I feel like it, it, it's it's not it's not that it's unhealthy. It's just like it, it's not the best thing you can have in the relationship. Let's say that's why I'm considering it as advice. Uh, yeah, we'll okay. take it. We'll take yeah. it as advice. Yeah. Good one. <laughs> I guess it's like kind of that something that people would not know about you. But let's hear another thing people might not know about you. Okay. Um, it's, it's, it's very like, uh, I think a lot of people would say that about themselves. So I, I don't think it's uh, very uh, out of the ordinary, what I'm going to say, but I think a lot of people don't realize how shy I can be. 
and um, like I, I know a lot of people have told me like that I'm um, outgoing and you know like um, like an ex an, an extrovert, but I don't think I am. <laughs> um, I think it, it it's it costs me a lot to be like around people and. Um, even though I really enjoy it, like, um, I love going out, meeting new people and stuff, but still there is this, um, cause sometimes I feel like, um, um, and I'm going to relate that maybe to the Aquarius energy, but I know, like, I, I notice that I'm different sort of, and it's kind of, it puts me in a situation of like anxiety, knowing that. I'm not going to fit in or stuff like that. So I feel like uh, I'm very introvert just because of that. Just like the anxiety of being around people and feeling different, mm. I guess. Mm. And, and I know like no one realized that like when, when people talk to me when I was like when I was a student, I remember like this one time like this guy told me, oh, you should come to like a party, whatever. And I was like, uh no like I was at home and I was like I don't I, I don't know anyone and he was like no but you're you're very outgoing you'll meet people whatever and he didn't realize how like shy I was he didn't believe me uh, when I told him that I was shy that's so. that's that's really interesting because I feel like for you it almost depends on it kind of depends on the scenario maybe when your outgoingness shows and when you're like more introverted shows because I guess like I don't know maybe like in professional settings or in like with like really close people you know that is more of like this outgoing energy but then it's maybe when you're going to be around like a larger group or people that you might not know it's like oh I don't know if I'm gonna maybe like fit in with the because we were just talking about how like we love that you're like I don't care that I don't fit in and but like yeah so like people might not know that sometimes it really does uh like that's something that maybe you would like have anxiety about. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's definitely a scale. I feel like all of that, it's like, you're, you're never just one way. I think like yeah. outgoing or um, introverted, I feel like it is a scale depending on who you're around, but it's so funny. Everything you just said was like, so freaking Aquarius son of you. <laughs> I know I don't fit in. So it gives me anxiety sometimes. It's like, oh my goodness. The most Aquarius. Also, just something that I figure I feel like I just learned that I didn't know about you is that you used to dance a lot. Yes. Yeah, that's true. I I think a lot of people are surprised about that because I don't have um I don't have a, a ballerina body, let's say. Like um <laughs> if that makes sense. So a lot of people didn't like, don't realize when I tell them, like I, I do ballet and they're like, really? And I'm like, yes. I mean, I know I don't, it, it, it doesn't like my body is not the body of a ballerina or anything, but still like, uh, yeah. That, how long did you do that for? Uh, probably maybe 20 years or something. Cause I, I, I stopped <laughs> recently. I stopped very recently. And I think I started when I was like, maybe six or five or six something like that yeah, that's amazing I yeah i danced a little mm -hmm. like 20 years <laughs> <laughs> that's oh that's God. the scorpio rising being like i danced a little bit no but how much <laughs> <laughs> but then also with that like airy moon of like 
doing something like with your body Body. for years. That's wow. (laughs) And what, what a way to like, I mean, like dance and ballet is such a emotionally expressive movement you know, like a, a form of it's not the same as like it's not like running where it's just like one foot one foot one foot one foot one foot it's like it's an expressive like I feel like you can express passion in dance you know mm-hmm. that oh I got goosebumps when I said that I don't even dance I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> that's how my body reacts to <laughs> that's amazing though 20 years of dancing so cool yeah and the the fun fact is the reason why I started obviously I was a kid but uh the reason why my mom wanted me to do ballet was when I started walking when I was like I don't know nine months or something I was actually tiptoeing and so my mom was like oh she's gonna be a ballet dancer and that's how it started that's so cute (laughs) yeah (laughs) I love that and I love that you like stuck with it like I did ballet when I was I don't know like three, four, five, six, maybe up until seven or something. But then I was like, yeah, I'll try something new. I'll, I'll go like do, do anything. <laughs> but I, like sticking with that, that's, that takes a lot of dedication too. Yeah. Really cool. Well, thanks so much for being our Aries moon guest. It was really fun to, you've been, you've been a pretty OG fan for a while. And, uh, yes. and it's really fun that not only have we all become friends in real life, but that you also now are officially on the podcast. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> part of the potty potty squad. That's the potty matter. squad. Part yeah, of the potty I squad. I think we yeah. need to have a different <laughs> that didn't come out the way I wanted it to. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs>